When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Now new customers, you can sign up using promo code DNVR. And when you do, you place a $5 bet. And when it wins, boom, $200 in bonus bets instantly with code DNVR from DraftKings Sportsbook. I am Patrick Lyons. I'm Susie Hunter. Patrick. Did you have a good weekend? What an exciting weekend of baseball. A lot. Uh, the most baseball this time of March probably ever yeah. between Las Vegas. Between four Rockies games, first off. So many Rockies games. Vegas. Who knew we could support so many Rockies games with this infrastructure? Crazy. Exactly. Crazy. Also supporting Team USA and the World Baseball Classic mm-hmm. going on. And then a significant transaction for the Rockies. What a weird Sunday morning. What a weird transaction. <laughs> kind of. Kind of weird. It's uh, really strange. Very much looking forward to what folks have to say in the chat. A lot of people sounded off yesterday on social media. Some just kind of just too tired to deal with what it all means. Because I'm kind of in that boat. It's like I'm complicated. Like, I'm so tired. I'm so it's, tired. It's kind of complicated. So here's... What we know here is what is definitively true. The Rockies have agreed to a one-year deal uh, with outfielder Jerks and Profar. $7.75 million is what uh, the terms were agreed to. There's a potential for another million-dollar bonus if he's healthy and has 400 plate appearances. Uh, he was pretty solid last year with with San Diego. Uh, was worth 3.1 wins above replacement, according to Baseball Reference. Uh, hit 243, 15 homers, 58 RBI, stole five bases. Was really solid in general. A guy who's 30 years old now, just mm-hmm. turned that uh, last month. Reunited with uh, his manager from the Netherlands, Hensley Mullins. So it, it's a Curacao it's a good connection. Curacao fam, let's go. He's not uh, here yet. I don't know if he's in the country yet. Or yeah, he's definitely no. not like in Arizona or in spring training. He should report later this week. And, uh, and then he'll have about a week to get ready for opening day because it seems like he'll be the starting left fielder and uh, leadoff hitter. We haven't had a a true leadoff hitter. So that's like the only thing I'm like, oh, you know, I'm excited to see someone actually take on that role. Because we haven't had that in a while. Yeah. Yeah. In, in talking with a lot of uh, Rockies people uh, around, you know, obviously it's like, hey, did you see this? What do you think about that? Um, you know, his on-base percentage isn't uh, as good as Jonathan Daza's. Not by a lot. But um, as it was pointed out, like, well, you know, 15 home runs is maybe the career total that Jonathan Daza may end up with. So uh, the fact that Profer hit 15 last year puts more pop back in the top of that lineup. Now we've, mm-hmm. you know, we, we saw it maybe 15, 20 years ago, Tony La Russa sort of saying, you know what? I need more at bats for my best hitter in the lineup. So the best hitter doesn't hit third, the best hitter hits second. Mm-hmm. And now we're sort of seeing, Hey, you know what? A guy that might typically hit third previously 
He's got good on-base percentage. Let's bat him leadoff so we can get a little bit of pop. Maybe get a, uh, an opening uh, leadoff home run. So Profar batting leadoff um, I, I think is, is a good fit. Pretty much, again, similar on-base percentage, similar profile to Daza. But he can, uh, he can lean into one once in a while, uh, go yard. And that's, that's something that the Rockies really haven't had since Charlie Blackman. Yeah, no, they really haven't. Um, times are changing. I am, uh, you know, I have been paying attention to what people have to say about this. And I think everyone's big concern is, oh, are we just blocking more future talent? Like, is this one year going to make that much of a difference in terms of these guys getting their playing time at the majors, getting used to it, getting comfortable? Man, it's uh, it's it's a lot to to possibly break down. It, it, that's the great question. I mean, yeah. that's that's what um, a lot of people are are kind of concerned about. That's what, what they're worried about as far as those young guys getting blocked uh, with with this signing again being so late. Uh, when it comes, you know, had it had it happened, you know, earlier in the off season, a lot of it is context too. You know, uh, in, in all of this, there was you know the Nolan Jones trade, and the idea was, hey, uh, here is a a left handed hitting outfielder. That's what we wanted to do. We wanted to get a left-handed hitting outfielder, but now it seems like Nolan Jones might not be making the opening day roster. That's why you went and signed Jerickson Profar. So some of that work that you did in the offseason really wasn't as good as you were hoping it to, to be, and it, and it wasn't very good to begin with, right? Yeah. Um, it, and you know now you've got, uh, I believe there are nine guys that are going to be free agents after this year. They have one year left wow. on their deal. Uh, you know, they're... they're the injuries to Brendan Rodgers, I, I think, is is just so huge, right? Like, so you got Rodgers, you got Bouchard and Gilbreth, three guys that, uh, at least with the position players in Bouchard and Rodgers, you would have said, hey, they're going to get a lot of playing time. Obviously, Rodgers, so he's uh, the reigning Gold Glove Award winner at second base. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you say, all right, Bouchard, he'll get some time, and then you've got some bench spots around. Now you got Mustakis over at third base a little bit, taking up some time uh, from Montero just a little bit. Mustakis maybe even doing the same thing at first base. So now is that eating into some time for uh, a guy like Michael Tolia? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, someone reached out to me on Twitter saying, well, what happens when Randall Gritchick gets back? You know, that's also what I'm wondering too. What What happens? Only there's only one thing that can really happen because uh, when Gritchick is back, you only have literally four guys with minor league options. You have Brian Servin, mm. you need a backup catcher, so that ain't happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eli Harris Montero, if he's playing well, and and it, it's been said by numerous people in the Rockies front office, he's got nothing really else to learn or prove down in AAA, so mm. he's not going anywhere. Ezekiel Tovar is your starting third, starting shortstop on opening day, so that only leaves Alan Trejo, and Alan Trejo has been one of the darlings of the World Baseball Classic. He's- an international star right now and although would it be maybe best case scenario to try to would the Rockies dare to trade Alan Trejo when his value is so up right now from being so electric in this world baseball classic for team Mexico do we just try to find a better home for him and get actually get something out of him you know get something uh, back for him as wild of an idea as that is I know this is a crazy idea but for other teams this would just be a no-brainer I was gonna say there's probably about 25 (laughs) other teams that go I mean yeah that's what we're gonna do yeah it's it's pretty obvious right but what do we always say about the Rockies hoarder energy hoarder energy yeah they've done it again here with uh with jerks and profar so the young guys I think they will eventually play uh, I think this, you know, suggests that a lot of guys maybe aren't as far along as, you know, you would have hoped. Um, you know, it, it, it's still just, 
it still just kind of you know begs the question: Did they get enough depth? Like, did they improve their depth that much this off season? It seemed as if they did uh, to to a degree, and and obviously the young guys coming up from the you know mid levels of the of the minor leagues are adding to that depth. But there's still a gap. There is still a hole. Brendan Brenton Doyle, obviously he's still not ready. That's why you make it a pro for a transaction. Yeah. Tolia, not quite ready, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Nolan Jones. Not quite ready. Um, so that's where you know this this move is. And again, that none of that is an indictment on the the player itself. Uh, it, it's much more of an indictment on the team, kind of saying, uh, you know, they 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 weren't ready here with with guys that could kind of step in. Like Sean Bouchard is that perfect guy where sure he's been overlooked his entire career. Uh, he's never been a, a top 100 prospect, barely like a top 30 prospect. But you've got something there, so go ahead, give him a shot, give it a chance. Maybe catch lightning in a bottle, similar to Sam Hilliard, similar to Connor Joe. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could have had a lot more of those guys in your system had you maybe been a little bit more active at the trade deadline in 2021 and 2022, which is why the idea of trading Alan Trejo or the idea of trading any of these guys on expiring contracts in July, and you go, hey, hey, that's good. Sign, sign Profar, and you know he has a, has a good first half. You go ahead and flip him. Well, what if you can't? Because mm-hmm. to the Rockies, I think they think that they can't do certain things at times. I think they felt this move – was a way of them saying, we're a little bit fearful of losing 100 games. I think that's what, I think this is somewhat of a panic move to say. Yeah. And, 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 and his salary is actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really thought he was going to get the $10 million he was searching for. I think, mm-hmm. you know, Boris was probably looking for two years, 20. So $10 million, uh, for two years, only seven and, and, and three quarters million. So, like, I think that's a good contract. But again, I think this is a panic move to go, ooh, you know what? I understand you don't want to overexpose some of those young guys too. So you're saying, let's protect them. But again, you are now investing money. How much money? How much money, Susie? How far (laughs) could that money have gone if you had sunk $8 million this year into analytics? How far could that have gone? Where would that money have been better spent? Mm. In a season in which the owner going going into spring training... With everyone healthy, he's heated, folks. Wasn't even going to be a 500 season, and now you've just went out between Brad Hand and now the Jerks and Profar signing. Like you've put in a little bit more significant money, but not because it's an investment in this team and this roster because it could win. It's more out of fear of well, what it, what what is it going to mean oh, yeah. if these guys are hurt and now none of these are long term mm. investments. None of this is working towards the future. None of this no. is working towards cracking that window open. For 2025, maybe. All of this is just for, hey, this year, let's avoid 100 losses. And we we talked about this, you know, off air, I think the other day. Mm-hmm. What does a 100-loss team look like? Yeah, later this week, uh, we're going to have to kind of dig into that. Because <laughs> I, I think we feel we know what a 100-win team looks like. Also, you pay attention to 100-win teams. Yes. You also get to see them in October, mm-hmm. right? And you know what their successes are. And, of course, they've had failures. But you, you're not focused on them because the successes very much outweigh that. Mm-hmm. But a failure, you you don't want to look at it. You want to forget it. Yes. You want to put that in the past and say, we should never speak of that season ever again. So how do we know we might be looking at something like that right now? Don't know. Don't know. Look, yeah. for, for, for a three or four year stretch, the Cubs and the Astros were tanking. Their strategy was to lose to get better in the future. And they both won World Series because of it. This is, mm-hmm. uh, I want to say, circa 2012 through 2015. The Rockies, on average in those four years, only lost like a game or two worse. And they were trying to win. So Ooh, that's what we're dealing with. All right, that, on the, That hurts. On, 
on the brighter side, on the oh, brighter there's side. There's a brighter side. <laughs> here's some fun facts about Jerks and Profar. Oh, I love some fun facts. Let's go. So he played in two Little League World Series, 2004 and 2005. One in four when he was 11, 12, and then uh, got to the championship game in 2005, lost to a team uh, from Hawaii. So two Little League World Series under his belt. That's really cool. Pairs nicely with Randall Gritchick. Exactly. Now we got two Little League World Series guys. Uh, That's cool. There's one thing we know about the Rockies. They love Little League World Series participants. He is the second player from Curacao, second Caracan player. Uh, you, I, we would not begrudge you if you forgot Jair Jurgens in his nine innings, 9.1 innings, mm -hmm. uh, two starts. Oh, never forget. Uh, never forget. Yeah, uh, but he's a pitcher, so this is the first position player, uh, Caracan position player. He's also a double unique. Believe it or not, Susie, there haven't been like nine or ten other Jerickson's that have ever played for the Rockies. That is that is so interesting. I would not have, of course I expected him to be a double unique. So, how about <laughs> this? On opening day, you're going to have a double unique in left field in Jerickson Profar, a double unique in center field in Jonathan Daza, and when Randall Gritchick comes back in right field, Randall with one L will be another double unique. You would have an entire outfield of players who are double uniques, which means nobody <laughs> in the history of baseball and 23,000 players who have logged an inning or an at-bat or just a game appearance between the Negro Leagues, Major League Baseball, mm -hmm. all of that. I don't know if we've ever seen something like that before. So no one has the, that player's first name in their registry. Because yep. you could have a nickname, too. Mm -hmm. if, you're, if your name is like Squeaky, that's kind of in, that's your registry that everyone yeah. calls you squeaky. All right, you might be the only squeaky out there. Is there a squeaky out there? There might be. <laughs> but we don't you have know to for look a it fact. Up. No, no. Um, but yeah, and no one has your first name or your last name. Yes. So that would be neat. Uh, he does have two brothers, Jeremy, J U R E M I. I like that. And Jerdrick. <laughs> no. That one I don't. No. Jeremy, all right, I like it. I like what you did there. There's no... Jerdrick. Why not? The, the, what? <laughs> Why not, not? I love it. I love it. Good for them. Uh, I did put in my notes this idea that, you know, uh, we don't like to use the word rebuilding. If the Rockies don't think that they're rebuilding, mm -hmm. I guess I they're not. I mean, word. You know, look, we can say if they're rebuilding or not, but they also don't have the actions of teams that are that, that is rebuilding, which is... Which is part of the thing. It's like, no, yeah. you very clearly should be. And they're like, no, 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 we're just we're putting more bricks on this rubble, and we're trying to balance it out and straighten. And you're like, there's rubble all around. It's not. You should be rebuilding. This isn't a rebuild. That's what they named the Rockies after. It's true. After the rubble. The Colorado rubble. That's. that's Welcome it. to the DNVR Rubble Podcast. So <laughs> we talk about the damage that we're looking at. Pretty much. So we can't use the word rebuild. I've I've kind of thought that this year is a reset where you're resetting. Mm -hmm. To a lot of to give a chance to a lot of these young guys, but with all of the one year deal guys, doesn't feel like a reset. The lack to of me. yeah, with the lack of youngsters that they're really gonna have up at least to start the season, and and I don't know how many of these young guys are even gonna get opportunities early on in the year, in like May or June. We'll kind of have to wait and see. It's really more of just a replay. That's all that this is. Ooh, Patrick. Now twenty twenty two. Good. Twenty twenty two is a replay of twenty twenty one. Now you lost Story and you lost Gray. But you also replaced Story with Chris Bryant, and you replaced, replaced John Gray with Chad Cool, and a couple other guys. And you said, oh, a one-year deal for Jose Iglesias. That's unusual. That's not like the Rockies. Alex Colomay, that's unusual. That's not like the Rockies. Mm -hmm. So you pretty much were running it back the exact same team. And I think in, in, in many ways, you're kind of running back the same general concept of this team. Yeah. Some of the faces, again, have changed, but the core is still that same general core mm -hmm. and nothing is changing about it. And we're not 
really taking a step towards 2024 and, and having a true reset in that way. You know what? Well said, Patrick. Um, you would, yeah, yeah. Yes, it's Monday. Uh, <laughs> yes. It's, it's a manic Monday at this it's point. It's a manic Monday. Uh, in Las Vegas, again, Rocky's luck. It rains in Las Vegas, and so they only get like seven innings in. But they won the game at least. Of course. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. And you know what? Uh, I don't know if you knew this. Chris Bryant is from Las Vegas. Do tell. <laughs> what else What else have you got on that? That's interesting. And he got to play at his home. That's pretty neat. That's pretty great. And I, I think no one asked him about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm assuming. I wonder if he, if he has a place in Vegas. I mean, again, we look at we look at athletes and we look at them at millionaires and go, oh yeah, they got houses all over the place. They don't have them all over the place. They might have two. Yeah. But I, I don't know if he uh, if he has a place anymore in Las Vegas. Hmm. He might lease. You never know. You know what? It's a shame we didn't ask him. Can, maybe he stays with his parents when he's in Vegas. That's just it's the thing. Like really. He's just sleeping in a twin sized bed, and <laughs> <laughs> that's why his back's all jacked up. We figured it out. That's there it. There it is. There it is. Knock on, where's the wood? I'm like, knock on wood here. Oh, man, you know? appreciate the love on the cap there in the chat. Uh, love that. I love what Bud Black actually had to say about Las Vegas being a, a potential expansion site because it seems, seems possible. Before we get into that, did you hear what Chris Bryant said? No. Oh, wait. Yes, I did. Oh, yeah, you played it on Friday. <laughs> we played it on Friday. Two Can or three we... times, actually. It was that good of a quote. Oh, <laughs> It happens. <laughs> we could not. The, I'm going to blame it on the bar being so loud because we could not hear anything that we were doing. We couldn't hear each other talk about and I like we're playing. We're playing clips multiple times without even realizing we could not hear anything. I wonder if the re one of the reasons why Chris Bryan feels so strongly about it being a done deal, in his words, mm -hmm. about an expansion team in Las Vegas, which if that's true and it is some kind of done deal, it does mean that I was correct in saying MLB does not want Oakland to go to Las Vegas. You want Las Vegas to be an expansion team, to pay $2 billion, $2.2 billion, whatever it is. They got that money. That's, that's the way to go on that. Um, but I wonder if it's so far away that it will be, it will actually be, as Chris Bryant said, after his playing career. Will he get in on some of that ownership stake? You know what? But um, the way I also interpret it, yeah, I feel like you can interpret what he said a couple of different ways because he also mentioned them getting an ML or an uh, NBA team rather. Sure. So uh, um, I interpret I the one way to interpret what he said was like, oh, once that all comes together, he'll be retired. That's true. Yeah. 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 And then he can enjoy his parents' house in Vegas. There we go. Maybe maybe a, a double. Double size bit. Queen, he can go for the queen. Yeah. California king. How about a Texas king? I wonder if he like... How about a Wyoming king? What is the Wyoming king? Look it up! Okay, after California king, there are a lot larger size mattresses, no, Susie. there are. This is This sad. is your friggin' wheelhouse. I don't know how you don't know this, because you like obscure and random pieces of information. There are larger... Si There's a Texas king. Alyssa, do we know about this? I got a little side eye like, what is he going on about? This is legit. Look it up. Wyoming, Wyoming King is the I'm size. Wyoming King Texas King. Uh, I think there's an Alaska King. Oh, wow. These are huge. We don't have a mattress sponsor. Just saying. 
That's it. I'm going to send this to Jason right now. Just be like, we need them as a sponsor. Because I would like a Wyoming king size bed. And I think people could test it out. Like, we've got enough space here in the bar in the corner of Colfax and York where you could, like, <laughs> lay down, watch a game. Like, that would be a great VIP spot to for our diehards. Again, that's another one of the great uh, things in the package. If you're a diehard, you get to lie down on, like, a Wyoming king uh, or Texas <laughs> king. Again, bigger than California king. Alyssa's like, I, le- I learned something new today. Um, you could get 15% off your tab at the DNVR bar while you're laying in a Wyoming king. Uh, 20% off all the gear at dnvrlocker.com. And, of course, Party Bus Watch Parties, the April 29th one. Mm-hmm. I think we might be getting close to selling out. So oh my got to get on that, dnvrlocker.com, mm-hmm. 20% off when you're a diehard. You know what else so is you get a little on? savings uh, for that game. Sorry, you know what else is going on tomorrow here at the DNVR Bar? Yes. we got Rugby Fam coming in. We do. Yeah, we got a really cool meet and greet here uh, from 5 to 7. So that's actually going on while the World Baseball Classic is going down. So that's kind of perfect. That ties in. You can hang out. There's going to be some of the Colorado Raptors. They're actually going to be in the house. If you don't know, they are one of the top rugby teams in the world, Uh, if not one of the best, at least in the country. Uh, Players from all kinds of different sports and, and different disciplines who have learned the game, and you can learn with them. Uh, we've got the DNVR Rugby Podcast with Colton Strickler. Uh, that's fantastic. But, yeah, first 50 folks through the door, boom, you're going to get a Raptors beanie. And I hope they have, like, 55 or 56 in that box so, you know, we can get a couple of that, you know, I get, get pushed it. our way. If I don't get my hands on one of those beanies, I'm going to be furious. Yeah, go to AmericanRaptors.com. You actually get some free tickets for their games. <laughs> uh, Infinity Park is amazing down in Glendale. I know mm-hmm. – Glendo might get a bad rap. I know John Morant loves to go to uh, a lot of the uh, Infinity Park games. <laughs> he's in Glendale. He loves Infinity Park, I think. I don't, I've don't. i skimmed a we couple know, articles. We know he's a Glendale dude. I've skimmed a couple articles. Maybe I read them just a bit I too don't... quick. Um, <laughs> but look, here's, here's, a, here's a quick fix for you right there. Use code DNVR when you go to DraftKings Sportsbook because right now things are popping off in a big way. All you got to do is make a $5 bet, and when it wins, you get $200 in bonus bets Instantly, you can do the same game parlays uh, for uh, NBA games, which is fantastic. Preseason games, you can still get down on. World Baseball Classic. Uh, you can also bet, bet the over and under on wins for a team. End of year award winners. Uh, it's it's pretty fantastic. A lot of fun over there. All the sports, too. I mean, uh, EPL and, and soccer over in Europe is kind of winding down. It's weird. This, is a world, this was a World Cup year. Yeah. Or at least a World Cup cycle. So uh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Technically, that, that was 2022. I don't cycle. know what day it is, what year it is. Don't they call uh, all of the seasons of America top? America's top model, America's next top model cycles. They Do don't. They? they don't call them seasons. I believe that show's been off air for a long time. Though. I'm dropping some serious knowledge on you today. Just you're so you just know. like some of these are just like <laughs> these cuts are too deep. Yeah, I just They're too deep. Uh, but yes, uh, World Cup cycle. World Baseball Classic Cycle. Talk about that here in just a second. And again, use code DNVR. $5 bet. Boom. $200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sports. We can only with code DNVR. Minimum agent eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Here's a gimme right now. Lock this bad boy in. Do it before tonight. Japan to score over four and a half runs against Mexico going heavy too if you need to because it's minus 140 so it's not a huge payout but that is a gimme in Japan's first four games they scored 8 13 10 and 7 okay you might say it's lesser competition they scored nine against Italy Mexico is a much better pitching staff but come on Shohei Otani would not surprise me if he had five RBI by the end of the fourth inning so four and a half runs 
for Japan. Hit that over against Mexico tonight at minus 140. That's my DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week. Easy money. We like that pick. Uh, Mexico-Puerto Rico Friday night was great. Uh, that was a good back-and-forth game. It was a good game. Uh, still just so uh, surprised about... It feels like a million years ago now, Maybe mainly because of, of how much I was invested in the Team USA games, mm-hmm. but with, with Edwin Diaz just being hurt. And now we've got a couple other guys getting hurt, too. Yeah. Nolan Arenado got hit on the hand on yeah. Sunday night. Uh, we're still waiting to hear what his deal is. Uh, but then on Saturday... Daniel Bard, you know, a little bit erratic there in the fifth inning. Give up a hit, uh, three walks, two wild pitch. Hit Jose Tuve on the hand, fractured thumb for him. Uh, not really clear how long he's going to be out for. Yeah, you know, that was probably, I feel like that's the most chaotic we've seen Daniel Bard be. Yeah. So it's like, oh, a Rocky is getting national attention. Oh, it's bad. He was he was a meme over the weekend. Yeah, I, I, I definitely think I felt worse for Daniel Bard than... Than the Rockies community in general, you know, yeah. as a person. But it was still like both of them are both like, oh, it's just sucks. One of your guys, again, is on that platform. Mm-hmm. And again, I, I, I didn't like search around Twitter to see what people's reactions were. But I imagine if you did a keyword search on Twitter, you'd probably find like 4,500 tweets of why is there a Rockies pitcher on Team USA? <laughs> Wait, I just learned there's two. Like, okay, I get it. It's funny, but Daniel Barr deserves to be there. Uh, so he that does. was that was kind of a bummer that uh, yeah, you know that what? went down that way. That is what makes it such a bummer because he, we know that he is so good, and of course, this like one bad outing that he has. Um, what does Buddy always say? Like, oh, I'm sure he wishes he could get some of those pitches back. For sure, my favorite Buddy saying. But um, you know, it's. I hate that for the narrative of baseball in Colorado yeah. because it just proves all the haters right. They won't notice when he does well, yeah. but they will notice when he makes mistakes. Yeah, that that's all he'll be remembered by, unfortunately. Uh, not not really, but... Oh, my gosh! That, like, like, for some fans, Did all this... For some <laughs> fans this entire year, they'll just kind of harken back on that. Like, if he makes the All-Star team, which... I would take that if that was on DraftKings Sportsbook. I bet he's going to be an all-star this year. Yeah. Uh, he looked great down in, in spring training, getting himself ready. This this kind of actually throws him off a little bit because he wasn't able to, to to practice a lot of the things he wanted to at the pitch clock. Actually, an article just went up on Saturday about all the different tinkering that he's done. Like, you know, Zach Greinke actually did this the other day. I think it was yesterday. He gave up a lot of hits because he just wanted to feel what it was like to have to, like, pick off guys. And to use up his two to be like, okay, I don't really have another one to burn. Zach Greinke playing chess. And Daniel Bard was do- saying the exact same thing uh, yeah. uh, there in, in, in early February. So um, he'll be an all-star, and then someone someone's closer will get snubbed, and they'll go, oh, this guy shouldn't be an all-star. And it's like, okay, let's not bring up the old news. Let's, oh, not, let's not bring up old shit. And, like, you know what? Anytime the Rockies have a national broadcast this season, like we don't think we're going to have a ton. But 2020. What happens first, national broadcast or postseason? <laughs> well, I, th- I say postseason because they they'll sneak in like like in twenty like two thousand seven, and then it's like oh we didn't even broadcast them nationally at all this year because they just got it they just slid underneath that door like an Indiana Jones. Yeah, no, I think like Apple TV like when they do their Friday night games sure. like they ha- they hit every team at least once. But are those games free? Yeah, those are free. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we're 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 stretching the definition of of national, national. but you're well, it's right. Like, it's you know, it's like, something. You know, a national broadcast yeah. comes in. It's a new audience. It's new broadcasters, and they always bring up they. 
you know, they kind of bring up like some of the same stories that we've already heard, but maybe like, you know, a bigger audience sure. hasn't yeah. necessarily heard. That was how they started out with Bard. We're like, yeah, great story about this guy. Yeah, and- exactly. So they'll talk about his story and they're like, but... Oh, boy, did he beef it Yeah, in the World Baseball Classic. And he, I'm going to hate that. I know. He was on the hook for the loss there until, so 7-5 Venezuela uh, at one point. Top of the eight, bases loaded. Trey Turner. Trey wow. freaking Turner. Goes off with the game-winning home run there on Saturday night. Has two home runs on Sunday and a 14-2 drubbing. I saw a couple of headlines that says drubs. I love I love the verbiage <laughs> of drub. Um, it's not a word you hear often. I actually looked it up. I was like, oh, I is this one of the most lopsided games in the semifinals or finals? Also, no mercy rule, too. That's another thing. Because it was like 12 to 2 at one point. And I was like, oh, like, you just got to, you know, because you could save your pitching staff. That's another, like, potential strategy is mm-hmm. let's just whoop, beat these guys down really badly. Now we could save our pitchers. That's a good strategy. Mm-hmm. There's no mercy rule now. No, there there isn't in this round. Uh, USA in the 2017 finals, the last finals we had, eight nothing. That was like the previous, you know, biggest drubbing. South Korea beat Venezuela 2009 in the semifinals, 10-2. Eight runs there, uh, lead Japan over South Korea, 2006 semifinals, six nothing. This was the most lopsided game we've the seen most, this deep in the WBC. The most drubbings of drubbings. Oh, totally. Uh, Trey Turner's two home runs. Second player to ever do it uh, for Team USA since Ken Griffey Jr., who had a little home run derby. Uh, You probably saw some of that on Saturday. The guys were going crazy. He was taking batting practice there. That was really cool. I I love when these dudes do some BP. Do a that little home run derby. Yeah, tonight we got Japan, Mexico. Japan, just like Cuba last night, four consecutive days of rest. Although again, you've got like thirty hours of travel, so so you kind of you're losing some of it. You know, yeah, exactly. That I feel like that kind of evens it out. The yeah. thirty hours of travel. Five o'clock tonight, Patrick Sandoval versus twenty-one year old Roki Sasaki, and he's been electric lately. Wow, he's unreal. He's that's you, just, you have to see it. I think whoever wins this game makes for a good narrative. It makes for exciting. Mexico did beat USA in pool play, mm-hmm. so USA needs to, needs to get one back on them. But if it's Japan, it's Japan. Oh, it's yeah. Otani. Yeah, like I come on, we we want to see Japan USA. We do. It's amazing that it's lining up that way. But if it's still Mexico USA, oh, that's still great. I think that would be so much fun too, and I think that would just be such a great story for Team Mexico. Oh yeah, right. I think so. I, I think I'm happy with whatever narrative we get out of this. I think if USA wins, I could see a lot of people in America kind of saying like, "Well, this is proof like the WBC yeah, we're the best in the nation in the world." Mm-hmm. Uh, we knew that ahead of time, like kind of before all of these tournaments. Now we've won back to back. Kind of, what's the point? But I think for the rest of the world, that makes it even saltier, yeah, juicier, bitter. What are some other flavors we got? Spicier. Spicier. It makes it tartar. Let's go. It's very tart now. Like <laughs> all of the flavors are there for the rest of the world. And that's what this is uh, a world classic. And if we're talking about a world classic type brew, WCB, world class brew, we're talking about Breck Brew. We're talking about the Avalanche Ale. <laughs> we're talking about a brew that uh, it's, it's an American amber, of course, that blends mm-hmm. pale, chocolate, and caramel malts in a well rounded, flavorful beer. It's the Harold Castro. Of beers that may not mean anything to you, but if you've been listening to us long enough, you know what that means. He's on the opening; he'll be on the opening day roster. You think so? Yeah. Oh yeah. He was going to be the starting left fielder before 
uh, <laughs> uh older brother Jeremy or Jerickson. Wait, Jer wait. So it's Jer <laughs> Is he okay? <laughs> Jer yeah, these are words actually. Go back. It, it actually makes sense, uh, even though I'm stammering. Jerdrick's <laughs> older brother Jerickson. Yes, there we go. That's it. Um, oh yeah, no, Harold Castro, he will be on that opening day roster and he's, he's a well-rounded, he can play all the positions. He can do all the things just like avalanche AL4 Breck brew, hundred percent renewable energy. That's how these bad boys are made. It's Colorado company, Colorado ingredients. Make sure you support them. Go to the uh, Breck beer locator at breckbrew.com to find a Breck brew near you. Jive hive, J I V E H Y V E.com is the spot. Uber eats for weed. Don't have to worry about leaving your house. Mm -hmm. You've got something going on. Maybe you got groceries even being delivered. Now you can't leave. You got Amazon uh, Prime <laughs> getting delivered. Maybe there's porch pirates in your neighborhood. You can't leave home. You don't want to leave home. Mm -hmm. Jive Hive will deliver it right to your doorstep. And it'll be safe for you. Yes. It's great. What a, honestly, just what a what a life changing hack this is to be able to just have have your wheat delivered too. Like maybe you're already having a party and you just need a little more. Yeah. Just need a little something. Yeah, I, that that's you know? fantastic. Like the morning of an event, you're like, "Hey, got to make sure I get myself taken care of there later mm -hmm. on this evening." Boom, you do that bad thing. And anytime there's a convenience, you think there's going to be an additional charge. Not the case with Jive Hive nope. because they're not a typical brick and mortar. So they actually have a, a much lower overhead to be able to deliver something to you right to your doorstep. So uh, I know it's March. I know it's really nice out. We got about For maybe two more snows coming. Yeah. One light one. <laughs> That'll just make the morning commute a little bit of a headache. And then that final dump, like the third week in May, that's how it goes. Jive Hive will be there for you again. J-I-V-E-H-Y-V-E.com. Get your order delivered the same day or schedule a delivery window, and they will be there to say hi. Uh, now serving Monument, Falcon, Peyton, Fountain, Woodland Park, Security, Widefield, Aurora, Greenwood Village. That's JiveHive.com. All right. All right. We got to let's talk about some of the comments we've gotten. Yeah, let's hit him up. Trey Turner, Mr. March. I love that Trey Ooh, Turner. Yeah. Trey Turner said that that home run was more exciting than anything he's ever done before. It's true. Those I'm the, paraphrasing, those, but you know, yeah. Those folks that have said like the WBC is meaningless. It's it's way too far. I get it. You you want to have a hot take. And I understand how Everyone it lacks. Everyone wants a hot take these days. The WBC lacks the meaning of the Olympics and, and World Cup, but there's only two of those. Also, World who, Cup, Olympics. That's it. Every is, other tournament pales in comparison as well. Who is to say that the WBC does not have the same meaning? Like, to me, like, the WBC true, is true. more exciting than a, the World Cup. Yeah, that's true. I've I've watched a lot more. Yeah, and I and I I really like soccer, and I always have the intention to uh, watch a lot of the World Cup. Mm -hmm. And in the past, I have, but the last three or four, not as much as I would like. I watched the first game of USA. That was a disappointing one-one draw against England, and it was like, okay, we're doing this same thing again. But you're right; the rest of the world does absolutely care about it, um, mm -hmm. and and it does have meaning, um, and and it's only going to grow. Like there was a first World Cup. Exactly. You know, this is what I'm thinking. You know, at some point, I would love to see the WBC be on that level as the the same level as the World Cup. I would the, love to see that. And who's to say that that can't happen? In the, um, I'm struggling to remember where the first World Cup was held. It, it was in Argentina, but the exact location, I forget. They had to travel by boat. So not every country could even, like, play in it. So you want to talk about mm -hmm. going, oh, it's a world tournament. It's like, no, it's not. 
No, it was the best that they could get at the time. And right now, this is the best that we could have. Eventually, if we get to a system which every four years, we take a two-week break during the All-Star break, mm. and that's when we have the World Baseball Classic because maybe there'll be less injuries then. And you go, oh, now we've got it figured out. you got to start someplace. And if this is where we're starting, mm-hmm. it's a great start. Uh, yeah, this has been interesting to think about moving the World Baseball Classic into, like, during the season, yeah. carving out time during the season. I yeah, mean, no I matter what, work. if guys get injured, everyone's going to lose their minds. Be yeah. like, oh, this is why we shouldn't have this. I mean, it would it would be a bummer to miss the All-Star game, too, just because, you know, that's a great tournament. And again, you could figure out a way to do it where maybe there's, there's one off day before the final or something, mm. and that is like a little All-Star game. Or you could do some kind of like home run derby for all the World Baseball Classic teams, mm-hmm. something like that. Again, like... If if you've got the buy-in from MLB, which which is what they're they they've got, and again mm-hmm. you, you see what the numbers are like over in Japan and and other parts of the world where it's you know Super Bowl type numbers in those countries and you know over fifty percent of the the population watching those games, like that's that's really huge. So also I'm just like thinking, imagine imagine a world where we cover baseball, we cover 162 games, usually not more, but imagine having two weeks off in the middle of a season. That'd be interesting. That would be, think of the sleep you could get. Yeah. You don't sleep. No. Other people do. Think of the recovery for the players, too. Like, would they, I think they would like that. I mean, there's guys who who cherish those three days for the All-Star break, and and they won't show up and go, okay, that's fine. That's that's your prerogative. But, uh, yeah, if you had two weeks, that would be better. But then then everyone's up for grabs. Then you almost, you know, it it would be a, a national saga to say, I'm going to reject and I'm not going to play. And you're like, whoa, no, no. You're like the fourth best player in all of America. You need to be on that team. You were selected to be on mm-hmm. that team. You have a whole selection show. Like, again, there's there's still so much potential. And if this is how it's starting, we're still in a really good spot. A selection show. I like that'd it. That would be fun. Now. Um, Look at us dreaming big. Do you know when the next World Baseball Classic is? No, I don't know when the next World Baseball Classic is. My internal clock is totally thrown off from the it's pandemic. It's 2023, and what's the rule at the World Baseball Classic? It's it's every how long? Is it three years? Is it four years? So what's the World Cup? Four years. Four years. Is is it four years? It's supposed to be. Okay. So then that means the next World the next World Baseball Classic is. I mean, making you me do, do math, 2027? Right, which is why the next World Baseball Classic is actually 2026. Um, <laughs> WBC is like, hey, every four years, listen to this. No, no, that's the face you should be making. <laughs> we are. I think a lot of people are exhausted because you go, World Baseball Classic's every four years, right? And the next one will be the sixth one, which means we've had five cycles, right? We've had five breaks. Yes. How many of those five breaks have actually been four years of those five breaks how many have actually been four years you gotta tell me the answer is two only twice has it actually been the four years this is why i never know when a world baseball classic is happening exactly that's the whole point is that it's every four years (laughs) except it usually isn't it was three years to get to 2009 then it was four years then it was four years then we had the pandemic and now why aren't we waiting four more years for 2027 patrick why Collective bargaining agreement. The next lockout and strike is coming already. Don't want to ruin that. Oh, my gosh. Come on. But that's why. Because the friggin' next CBA kicks the World Baseball Classic up a little bit. Three years. So we we have still had more World Baseball Classics not played 
in that four-year stretch than actually have. That's baseball. That's baseball. <laughs> I'm just glad I have Alyssa to make eye contact with when you no, were being crazy. I'm just telling you the news. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> orchestrating anything. I'm just relaying the information. That's how absurd it is. It also means it's the 20th anniversary. Eh. I mean, oh. it, that's the type of anniversary. That's an anniversary. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, I can't believe it's been 20 years of World Baseball Classics. And again, four times five, five intervals is 20. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're still where we're supposed to be. For If we started in 2006 to get to 2023, that, no, yeah, 2006, if we get to 2026, so much math. that's 20 years. That would be four-year breaks, except, again, we've only done it I'm actually I'm literally twice. going to sue you for making me think about math on a Monday morning. I know. I know it was, it was 2023 plus four, but that number's in the thousands, so that was harder. All right, how about geography? Yeah, give me some want... geography. Give, um, me some, give me something in my wheelhouse. This is geography adjacent. Here, oh, a bit. Okay, okay. Um, which of these teams, which of these countries have participated in any of the five World Baseball Classics? Uh, South Africa, mm-hmm. Brazil, mm-hmm. Spain. Which of them do you think have actually participated in a World Baseball Classic? Um, uh, All, uh, none, or select few? South Africa, Brazil, Spain. Oh, so it's not even like a multiple choice question. It's like a Oh, it's it's multi-layered. Oh, is this the is this the trivia game? Or is this something different? This is it. We're this in it. This is it. We're in it. Okay. South Africa, Brazil, Spain. Have any of them participated in the World Baseball Classic? I'm gonna say all of them have participated at some point. Have Susie they? Susie Hunter. Ah! Yes. Yes. South Africa participated in the first two World Baseball Classics. <laughs> That's something. Who's on that team? Uh, there's a third baseman. There was a, there was a, there were two catchers. Um, uh, oh, oh, so you're not answering. I have okay. no idea. <laughs> I was like, was there anyone of note on those teams? I'm not sure that anyone from South Africa has ever played in major league baseball. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, first two Brazil and Spain were both in 2013. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's wild. And like great Britain, the big deal is if, so if you finish in last place, you still have to go on and then qualify. So that, like, Columbia, I think, ended up finishing in fifth. So they're going to actually have to qualify now to get in. It's not like an automatic bid. Wow. Great Britain, automatic bid. So that's kind of neat. Huh. Uh, all right, I'll, I'll leave you with this last one here. Okay. Uh, so Great Britain, Czech Republic, Panama, and Nicaragua, they were the four teams that qualified in the qualifiers in, I think it was Germany and, mm-hmm. like, uh, Italy or Switzerland. Which of these two pairs were also part of qualifiers? In this last cycle. Okay. So last year, two of these of this pair were uh, part of the qualifiers. Was it Pakistan and France, Belgium and South Africa, Costa Rica and New Zealand, or Colombia and Argentina? Oh, um, uh, I'm going to say Colombia and Argentina. No, yes, yeah, maybe. I'm going to say that. And um, what were the other choices? <laughs> so many choices. <laughs> You should have written the, them out for me. The actual answer is Pakistan and France. Pakistan and France? I feel like those would be the last two teams you would think about being involved in a baseball tournament. Yeah. Don't you think? I mean, yeah. obviously cricket is very popular in Pakistan, but that seems like a kind of a random country to to be in qualifiers. But again, is, is MLB and is the World Baseball Classic, are they selecting these countries individually? Or are the countries going, hey, we, we actually want to participate? I feel like Pakistan 
you know, taking the cricket skill set and transferring it to baseball. Could work. Very, very cool runnings type situation. Yeah, could work. You know? That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, 13 different players. Uh, not Columbia. I said Columbia before about not qualifying. Uh, who was, uh, who's Elias Diaz playing with this list last year? He was with Columbia. Columbia. Yeah. Well, it was Columbia. Okay, yeah. yeah. He was. Um, yeah, so no players have ever been born in Spain uh, since 1998. So yeah, yet they, were, yet they were they were given a bid. I don't even know who it was. I looked it up. I it's never wasn't even worth writing the guy's name down because I'd never heard of him. Wow, what a so it's just weird again how the how wow. they decided to select these things. All right, last last piece. Okay. Um, according to the WBSC, that's the mm-hmm. World Baseball Softball Confederate, the governing confederacy. body confederacy. Yes. Yeah, the governing body the of governing this. Governing body of all this. Um, which country was ranked 81st overall or the lowest ranked in the world? So only 81 countries have been ranked. So just think of an obscure country. Let's see if you can name it. And I, I bet you, if you had three guesses, you probably could. Uh, Albania. Warm. Very warm. Greece. Colder. Serbia. Macedonia. Yeah, keep Turkey. going. No. You're in that area. It's in that block. It it's might even block? border Albania. It's got to border Albania. Kosovo? No. Brendan Fraser was there from uh, that movie where he was a caveman. <laughs> I can't think of what the name of that movie was. Estonia. Estonia does not. No, no. Estonia, Estonia is not next to Albania. They don't border at all? No. They don't. They almost border? No. They want to border. Estonia's like. They want to border. They, oh, my gosh. They want. You need a geography lesson, my I friend. do the general region. Um, all right. No! <laughs> so, so Estonia, 81st bottom, but at least they're on the list. Yeah. Shout out to Nepal, 77th overall. That's fun. Even more fun. Talk you know, about baseball at altitude. Yeah. Do you know what year, do you know when baseball was introduced to Nepal? 2006. Not bad. 1980s. <laughs> like during our life. Not, like it was introduced. During your life. Oh, you're 23 and a half or something like that. Yes. I, I was not like really around for the for most of the 80s, like just a few days. Limited development in the 80s. The first baseball tournament at the high school level was 2001 in Nepal. 77th and rising. Look out for Nepal. Nepal. Now, if Nepal. I ha- would love to see. Let, the Rockies should do a, an international game in Nepal. Is that our sister country? I think that I. I think it's only appropriate. What is the elevation in Nepal? I feel like it's much more than Colorado. On average, it's probably, I'm going to say 9,000 feet. If I Let's guess. look it up. Maybe it's higher. Uh, we, we did ask on Twitter, like, which of the MLB teams, if you had to go with one of those nicknames, would you use for the United States? You know, we said Nationals, Yankees. Maybe you go something like the Astros. Blue Jays is only is a North American bird. They're kind of badass. That makes sense mm-hmm. a little bit. Although that's the only team that's actually in Canada. For Nepal, they would have to almost take the Rockies, right? You'd have to. Nepal, the average elevation, 10,715 feet. Okay. That is... No one will talk about Colorado baseball once we get some Nepal baseball in there. Oh, you need a humidor inside of a humidor just to have <laughs> MLB expansion coming to Nepal. Hey, look, you're going to have to check out tomorrow on the DNVR Sports uh, <laughs> channel on YouTube. It's a Tuesday um, show. That's it. It's going to Tues- be a good one. Tuesdays are Tuesdays. Tuesday show. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at DNVR underscore Rockies. At Patrick D. Lyons is where I'm at. You can find me at the Susie Hunter. 
on all platforms. Special edition Tuesday show. I know you're going to highlight a little bit of the World Baseball Classic final. Is it going to be Mexico? Is it going to be Japan? It will definitely be Team USA tomorrow. Keep it tuned in because momentum, it's only as good as your next show. 11 a.m. tomorrow on the DNVR Sports Channel on YouTube.